Download Adam Sank's last comedy album on Amazon, iTunes, or Google Play. We're already in the shower together. <laughs> the risk has been taken. If I don't blow you, the risk will have been for nothing. Warning. The program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material. Ryan, pull down your pants. <laughs> JB, you start sucking. The host, a comedian of questionable talent, speaks incessantly on topics of a sexual and scatological nature. I will fuck you, but I will not eat you. I want that fucking dick down my throat while I'm dicking him down. Okay. I hope my mother's listening. Your ass became a rosebud? Yeah, that's because I got dicked down real good. <laughs> he asks questions of his celebrity guests that are highly inappropriate and rude. Which of you has a bigger penis? Oh, that's a good one. That's a fun, good one. Going down on the clitoris? Oh, yes. Oh, I Absolutely. like where you're going with yep. this. For some reason, the word strap-on just comes right out of my mouth, Bianca. Yeah, you said come and strap-on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he cannot stop talking about his buttocks. I think your butt is telling you, no mas, por favor. <laughs> this is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. <laughs> and now... The one, the only... Hi. Hello. It's me. Welcome to the Adam Sank Show. We are coming at you live for the first time in a while. Uh, That is if you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, November 2nd, 2019 at dnrstudios.com. Did you know that's the only place you can hear this podcast live? and throughout the whole first week that it airs. So you should subscribe. Leave us your ratings and reviews wherever you do listen to this podcast. Um, Up to about 150 ratings on iTunes now. I'd like to see 200. Email me, me at adamsank.com. Like the Facebook page. Download my comedy albums. And if you're listening live today, today would be a great day to call in and chat with us at 844-825-5367. We have a fabulous guest today. It is singer-songwriter Justin Utley. (laughs) How dare you Just kidding (laughs) But that's going to be a running uh, joke No it's nobody We have no guests today um, we're just gonna we're gonna shoot the shit. We're gonna chew the fat. We're you gonna imagine if he walks through the door. He's yeah. like, "Hey, I'm here. <laughs> I made it. Get the fuck out." That'll be my my next words. Uh, I I took a poll of our uh, Facebook fans, our Facebook followers, and I asked them, um, "Do you prefer shows with guests, or do you prefer shows where we just go guestless?" And overwhelmingly, I didn't phrase it quite like that, but overwhelmingly, out of like ninety people who answered. I'd say 80% love when we do a guestless show. I've been trying to tell you. I think it's really fun for us to just kind of, you know. Well, there's no pressure. We, we can definitely take our time. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I don't think if we did every show guestless, oh, I think no, no, we no, might no, bore no, no, people no. after a while. And it's good to mix it up. Yeah. But, so no guests today. Um, and, of course, that voice you just heard was everyone's favorite porcine piglet, Brian Frostig. Hello. It's me. You guys missed out because we thank you, thank you. we just had like a ten minute conversation we about did. big dicks. We covered and this everything. guy that I'm seeing mm-hmm. who may or may not have a really big dick that's mm-hmm. impossible for me to take. Um, anyway, we just had quite the show before the show, but um, it's some. Um, we should get some like um, off air content on like a. We should make like a 
OnlyFans page. Exactly. Our- well, we've been saying that <laughs> for some time. Um, okay, Is I have that an impo- before or after the music video. Oh, put it on the docket. We've got a lot to do. I know. We, do, we never do anything on our to do no. list. We just keep adding to it. Yeah, we just keep talking about it. It's okay. It's the Ryan Frostig that's my, way. That's, that's how I live my life. It's some, that's my truth. It's, it's all in same. Ryan's new book, Planet Don't Do It by Ryan Frostig. <laughs> Oh, wow. um, Hi, Adam. I, I have hello. I have an important announcement to make. So you know how I keep talking about these lost ass episodes that were taken down from iTunes because of copyright infringement. Yes. Well, and it's a big well. <laughs> it turns All out the way up. Down to the they way. weren't taken down by anyone. The reason they weren't appearing is because I had a setting on my account that only limited. Um, iTunes to 100 episodes at a time. Oh. So once we got past, like once we got to 101 episodes, one dropped off. But I just assumed, which you should never do, because it makes a it makes an ass <laughs> out of your face. You. Uh, yeah. So anyway, those 16 episodes are now back, and so you're probably asking, like, there's something happening with men in the ass. You're probably asking why why even continue to run these lost ass episodes? Well, because I planned it that way. <laughs> And All I'm, along. And we're not going to be in studio more than once uh, this month. And uh, I think we'll be here again November 30th, and then we're here twice in December. But there's just God. a lot of holes to fill, Ryan. The, uh, he's not listen. trying to be like Ryan, you plan know, stuff and not do it. That's right. Okay. <laughs> right, let's move on. I'm doing stuff, I'm planning stuff, and I'm doing it. So the, the, the bottom line is every episode of The Ass is now available on iTunes, except episode two with Frank DeCaro, which now is available again because it's a lost episode which just yes. aired last week. And um, we have new listeners now. Brand new listeners who haven't heard any of this. So uh, look forward to some more lost asses. But I promise you after December, we won't be doing that shit anymore. Okay. We just had... Uh, oh, I also wanted to mention this. On the last live episode that we did, mm-hmm. JB said the line of the episode. I'm, stri- I'm trying to collect these, the best line of each episode. Yes. We were talking about Ellen cozying up to George W. Bush Mm -hmm. and how she doesn't understand why that's a problem because she's got privilege. And JB said, (laughs) hi, privilege. It's me, Ellen. (laughs) And your delivery was so fucking good. I I stole it from Chelsea Handler, who has a new documentary a couple of weeks ago. She released it called Hi, Privilege. It's me, Chelsea. Uh, That's a follow-up to her Hi, Chelsea. It's me, Vodka. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes it a little less funny, but your delivery was still killer. Thank you. Thank um, you. I wanted to also talk about Ryan's Halloween hijinks because oh, yes. you celebrated Halloween multiple times. I mean, you went to what? Three different two parties. Two parties. Two, well, di- two I, different costumes. Two different costumes. First one was Maria von Tramp, um, which of course everyone has to like chime in with like, oh, it should have been Maria von Thirst Trap. And I'm like, okay, well that wasn't what we decided on. So I mean, they're fuck both you. good. Yeah, whatever. That was the first costume, and then um, uh, Boy Wolf and I went as uh, <laughs> cowboys, farm farm hands. Uh, some, I saw that. I was yes, really, and I wore crazy. I wore Adam's uh, one of Adam's leg- legacy pieces, <laughs> <laughs> my signature pieces from the nineties. They're they're the ancient uh, artifacts. <laughs> um, the thing is, people were saying, "Oh, you were wearing um, you were, you were wearing assless jeans." They're not assless. Yeah, people are confused by them. Some people think they're chaps. Some people think mm-hmm. they're assless jeans. They're hard to explain. What what they what they give you is ass cleavage, which is like really classy. I think half like there's half a cutout. Yeah, where your ass goes. And if you have bodacious 
bootes, which like, Ryan does, and uh, as you do as well, um, it creates this ass cleavage that is, you know, it's it's like a, a souffle, just like a, the ass it just, rises. It just rises and pops right out. Yeah, okay. they, it it lifts and separates at the same time. Yes. It's like a wonder bra. <laughs> yeah. Also, it comes with a belt. Did you wear the belt? I did wear the belt. The belt is key because once really you helps. tighten the belt, it's mm-hmm. like whoom, it's like a corset. And yeah. it just pushes those cheeks up. Yeah, I felt snatched and uh, bodacious. bodacious. And um, we were, yeah, we had a good time. I said time. to Ryan, if you don't give those back to me. I have them in my bag because I knew you were They're gonna... irreplaceable. And they still fit me somehow. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for, for allowing me to wear your um, and items. You're welcome. And finally, before we start the actual rundown, I just want to mention that this is No Nut November, I just found out. Yes. Uh, well... No one's happy about this. Yeah, I, I could get into it. This is something that started a few years ago by men who claim that by not ejaculating for an entire month, um, they're granted all kinds of special powers. And so they've created this No Nut November. It's a challenge to see if you can go for a whole month without ejaculating. And there are some very specific, rather esoteric rules involved. Here are the rules. Number one, you cannot have sexual... Oh, I was wrong. We were talking earlier. I was wrong about something. You cannot have sexual intercourse, masturbation, or nut in any form. But you can watch pornography and have erections. You just can't nut, which to me would be torture. Why would you watch porn, get hard, and not... It's edging. Exactly. It's the whole month of edging. I hate edging. Um, You're allowed one wet dream. (laughs) But if you have more that's than that, bullshit. you can, you're considered to be out of the challenge. How are you supposed to control that? That, is, that now I gotta call bullshit. Right. That's crazy. You guys know I've never had a wet dream. Oh my god! In my you, life, you told me this before. And it's, it's so crazy. sad. What? I don't know. I have I've, them constantly. You do? Yes, because yeah. I don't get sex. So my imagination, and my dreams have to do it for it's me. Busy. I always thought because Mine I jerked off so much, it just there just wasn't any left for when I was asleep. I I mean I definitely have a little bit of like leakage here and there. The kind that's you know not <laughs> STD related. Oof. I have that too, but um, but also like I remember when I was a kid, I had like I woke up and it was just like fully flooded, like just never happened to me. Liquids. Beyond. I was I thought there was something wrong with me when I was young because it never happened. There was something wrong. With um, you. If you pass the month with zero oh, nuts, you are the winner. Now here's the fun part. Uh, if you do get through November, you are supposed to celebrate in December with destroy your dick December. <laughs> Oh my God! On the first day of December, you come once. On the second, you come twice, and so forth. On the oh, first so day of December, you jerk your dick one time. That's a lot. Yeah. So um, I didn't know about this. I put it on the Facebook page. I said, "How many of you are participating?" And it was November first yesterday mm. when I posted it, and every single person was like, "I'm already out." <laughs> yeah, I'm also already out. Well, I have, I have. I, said, I'm not out actually. I have said this before that. Um, I have had uh, sex with my boyfriend where we we don't nut and we have it's it's amazing and Can it's I just great. Can say nut as a verb is so vile. It's to so me. gross. <laughs> it's really gross, but I kind of like it. I'm happy with come came oh, has come mm-hmm. nut nut. I want to oh, nut. nut. I want to nut in you. I and like I feel like that's kind of new too. You like it? Yeah. Like put me in the mood. I, I feel like it's a mood. It's a mood changer. Like. It, it sets a tone of the kind of set. It's like, you know, like I wanna, I wanna plant my seed in you. Is very different than I wanna nut in you. Yeah, bro. Sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> Sometimes you don't. Almond um, Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. 
I'm a joy's got deep fridge chocolate and crunchy nuts and coconut too. Mounds got deep down chocolate and chewy coconut. Ooh. All right. Sometimes you feel like a nut. I did the key change and anyway. everything. All right. Now we, we've gone Great almost job. 15 minutes and we haven't even started the rundown. That's how crazy This is what today you wanted. Is. I know. This is what I you know. wanted. Is to take your By time. the way, call in. We are live We're and uh, we got nothing to do but talk. 844-825-5367. Okay. We have a... <laughs> oh, the, okay. What? What? Isn't there a song like "This Is What You this Wanted"? Is, you're thinking "This Is What You Came For." Yeah, there you yeah, go. No, yeah. We have a lot to discuss. Okay, let's get into involving it. a certain individual by the name oh. of Todrick Hall. Oh. Even the name, even hearing his name, triggers me. Now we have mentioned him a number of times on the show. Um, there was a, a a time about a year ago when he doxed an ex-boyfriend of his, a non-famous backup dancer. Mm-hmm. By you know claiming that he had cheated on him and done all these terrible things and you know revealed his identity blast. and put him on blast and I said that was shitty for a famous person to do to a non-famous person. I tweeted about it. I was fucking savaged by all of Todrick's fans and followers, including Bob the Drag Queen. Ryan has met Todrick yes. and waited on him at a hotel many and, times. And it, just briefly, he your just, experience. The one that really sticks out for me is just. Um, when he uh, at this point he had been a guest maybe six or seven times, and um, he the, the the previous time he had checked in and didn't make eye contact with me at all was just glued to his phone, but the following time he was like Todrick checking in and I know that that shouldn't like upset me or, or annoy me or like offend me but it's like yes I know I know who you are not just because you're Todrick but because you've stayed here seven times right I have I have spoken to you before you don't care what my name is you don't care about any of us you just want to get in I understand that but it's like it was just such a um, flagrant like dismissal of 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 me and uh, and he's just he's always been really difficult well in the past two weeks so much scalding tea the has scalding been spilled tea. about him First, by a backup dancer who made um, a, a number of very serious claims. The, the first being that Todrick doesn't pay the people who work for him. Mm-hmm. People who do creative work, who, who work as backup dancers, um, hosting his events, so forth. He just doesn't, he just doesn't pay them. Bullshit. Another, that he, has, that he sexually harasses people. And another, that he is both racist and colorist. When it comes to his work, he you know he was accused of um, having a music video and then realizing that the people in the shot, as he described, were too chocolate, mm-hmm. and moving darker skinned people to the back and lighter skinned people uh, up closer. So first, this came out um, from a backup dancer, but then when the shit really hit the fan is when his former assistant, Tommy McKissick, released all kinds of receipts. Now. Tommy went in on Toddy. Yes. Now, let me tell you, I tried very hard to get Tommy McKissick on the show today. We were going back and forth. We were private messaging each other on Twitter. He said he wanted to. um, Then he said he was going to be traveling while we're taping the show. And then I offered to do a pre-tape, and I never heard back from him. He also said I could send him questions about Todrick, and he would answer them in writing, and he never answered them. But you should go to Tommy McKissick's (laughs) Twitter feed for many reasons, not the least of which is... His dick is beautiful. Yeah. In addition to being Todrick's assistant, former assistant, he's also become an OnlyFans star mm-hmm. or a Just for Fans, one of those. 
He's hot. Mm-hmm. His dick, it's it's magnificent. A masterpiece. And he shows it off a lot on Twitter. Anyway, um, I'm trying to. There's so much here. I'm trying to make sure I get it all. Tommy stated on Twitter, I don't want anything out of this. I just want people to know Todrick is a very bad person. He manipulates, hurts, and deceives anyone he can because he is a narcissist. By the way, I do think he wants something out of this. I mean, he's definitely been promoting his own Just for Fans shit since all this happened. Um, but he, he posted on Twitter alleged documentation for a sexual harassment lawsuit that Todrick settled earlier this year. All of this is alleged, by the way. Um, as I said, one of the dancers said, he is talented indeed, but that talent is squandered by coonery. Mm. Can you define coonery for us, JB? Coonery is white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest way to explain it. I thought it was like when a black guy behaves in a um, in a, in a stereotypical manner, yeah. way that that would please white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, it, "Baby, it is white. Wa- baby is whitewashed to hell and miserably unprofessional. Also, does not pay." Um, one of the claims that that uh, Tommy McKissick made, and mm-hmm. and I had this wrong earlier in the week, Ryan, because you and I were going back and forth about this. I thought that Tommy claimed that Todrick had reached down the pants of that other dude, Chester. Mm-hmm. Chester Lockhart. Right. Yeah. And I was like, who would want to yeah, reach yeah. down his pants? Well, I got it backwards. It turns out, according to Tommy, Chester reached down Tommy's pants mm-hmm. and grabbed that big dick, which yeah. I would like to do consensually. Sure. And it was not consensual. And Tommy went to Todrick to complain. And Todrick basically said, shut the fuck up about this or I'll make your life miserable. Oh, my God. Tommy also claims you should see how much Todrick spends on OnlyFans and flying boys in well, bas- basically f- pr- prostitutes. Yes. And also that was something that I experienced <clears throat> a lot at the hotel. Tell us. Well, he just always had he was just always calling. And I'd like to add um, I'd like to add this person to the room. I'd like to add this person to the room. And then they would show up and they looked like very trash. young, very trashy. Yeah. He um, said, I've watched him not pay people who work to build his career, but then drop hundreds to thousands on boys daily. Going to the strip club and hiring escorts was part of my job, which got messy. Oof. I want to um, I also want to mention because I, you know, I listen to Race Chaser, which is where I get a lot of my. Uh, yes, that's with the podcast with Alaska and Willem. And um, they were they were discussing this. They are both friends. Of Todrick, yeah, they all those queens seem to love him. They're 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 um, close friends, quote unquote, and it sounded to me like they were defending him a little bit, which um, made me really upset. And there's actually they're getting a lot of backlash for it, but they were saying that like, you know, part of being in show business, especially when you're like just starting out, is that you just want to kind of like get exposure. You want to be you want to be seen. You want to get notoriety, whatever. And that if you don't set if you don't um, set the pay from the beginning, like if you don't clarify whether or not you're getting paid from the beginning, then if you don't get paid, that's on you. They're right, and I know that as yes. being a comedian for 15 years, I was always very clear with people, mm-hmm. how much am I getting, when am I getting it, right. and how am I getting it? Because as you know, I'm no longer friends with someone that I used to be really close friends with, oh, yes. who's a producer and promoter, because getting paid after the fact was always a nightmare right now i do understand and to a degree agree with them 
But Todrick is not, I think it, that that sort of applies to artists that are, when the artist that you're doing the maybe volunteer free un unpaid work for is also sort of starting out. Yes. Todrick, Todrick is established. Is an established artist. So I, I don't know. I I'm, I guess he may he might be going through some financial, I, I don't know. But if you can't afford to pay um, artists at this point in your career, then you need to not have that many featured artists in your videos right and what tommy was saying is he has the money he spends exactly. the money on hookers right. he just doesn't want to spend them on and and also we're not talking about huge amounts of money a lot of these people claim todrick owes them like a thousand bucks two thousand bucks it's very it's almost like what donald trump did with all those contractors over the years that it that he figured as i'm as i'm alleging they're alleging todrick did this isn't enough money mm -hmm. that they're going to take the time and the trouble to like bring legal action because the legal action will cost more than the money itself right so people just let it go and they just don't get paid now one of the people accusing him we must point out is manila luzon i know and they and they mentioned that on the show as well and i think that um i i think what tommy uh the, his his point that i resonates the most with me is that i don't know todrick personally I'm sure that if you were out at a party with him, he'd be fun to kiki with. But the way that you treat people says a lot about who you right. are. And just because you're nice to me doesn't mean you're a nice person. Exactly. And These I queens think can't see above their own relationships. I, 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 do, I do believe that Todrick is a bad person. And I think that probably stems from some, you know, trauma in his life. Who knows? I don't really know his backstory. But the way he treats people is not okay. I've experienced it firsthand. I've seen it. I don't. I just. I mean. I, I think some of the some of the tweets were a little shamey, right? Wasn't there one tweet about his his uncut dick or something? That was well, little... so Tommy did tweet this picture of Todrick's ass and mm -hmm. was like, "My job was to order him food to get that ass fatter." And he said, basically, he said his ass tasted good, mm -hmm. which means there was a sexual relationship between Tommy and Todrick at some point. But he said his dick was ugly, bent. And crusty, Oof. <laughs> which I don't approve of. No, I don't no, think we think need to get into. Yeah, that might be crossing the line just you know. a little bit. Uh, the only thing Todrick has said in his defense about any of this was on October fifteenth, he tweeted back to the backup dancer whose name is Tom about the unpaid money. He wrote, "My comment: I adore Tom, like love him. This is surprising to me." He hasn't been paid yet. He will be, not because he's trying to, quote, expose me, but because he deserves it. I only got two texts, no calls. Bitch, one text should be enough. I was overseas opening my tour, and that video has only been out for two weeks. And then Manila Luzon tweeted back, well, you still owe me for hosting your Halloween party since last year, so... Oh, my God. And that was it. That was the last time we've heard from Todrick. Yeah. I don't think... Um, I don't think we're... I don't think we're going to be hearing from him. I don't know. I mean, now I, I'm imagining that Tommy is under so much pressure because Todrick does have millions of fans and they're really mean. Yeah. Like, I know what it's like to be on the receiving end of Tod Todrick's fans. And all I did was send out one little tweet that I thought it was scummy of him for, for him to dox his right. ex. So it remains to be seen what happens. But I will continue trying to get Tommy McKissick on the ass and, and in, in my your ass. ass. There you go. I got to get that dick. Now, there was another big update that we have to talk about this week. <laughs> so excited. And it is our weekly or bi-weekly or whenever we can find the news, Natalia Update. 
Is she a sweet, young, lovable orphan? Or is she an evil dwarf in disguise? Time now for your Natalia update. I spent so much time creating that, that bumper. Is brilliant. It's a really cute When I bumper. heard it, I lost it. <laughs> it was very hard to find just the right creepy music. So for those of you who haven't been listening to the last few episodes, Natalia is a, U- a Ukrainian... Friend of the pod. A Ukra- <laughs> She's a Ukrainian dwarf who may or may not be a child. <laughs> Depending on whom you believe, she is a, an adopted child who was abandoned by her family right. uh, when they left her in a house in Indiana and moved to Canada. Um, or she's an adult posing as a child who uh, does all kinds of fucked up shit, like spreads blood on the mirrors and keeps knives under the furniture and stands over you when you're sleeping and says, I'm waiting for the right time. Just like a wa- <laughs> like a living, breathing uh, horror film. Yes, there was like- a horror film called Orphan yeah. that is very similar to this. Well, uh, on the last, the last time we talked about Natalia, we uh, discovered that she had been found and was living with a, a black pastor and his family in Indiana. Now another black pastor, Steve Thomas Lee, who manages the church that Natalia now attends with her new family, in, also in Indiana, he appeared on the Dr. Oz show to discuss widespread confusion over her age and origin. Um, Natalia and her two new guardians, Antoine and Cynthia Manns, <laughs> moved into the parsonage where this new pastor resides after Antoine recently became ordained. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I, the whole Dr. Oz episode wasn't available, only this clip. But this is where he discusses uh, Natalia's age. Take a listen. Did you have an idea of how old you thought she was without anyone saying anything, just eyeballing her? I would say uh, mid to uh, later 20s, if I, w- if I was to guess. And she was involved with your church in many ways for several years. She was part of the youth group, for example. Did her age come up with any of the other members of the congregation? You know, uh, no one openly spoke of uh, any questioning about her age uh, because she was so involved, very engaging, uh, just a sweet spirit. Uh, You know, if anyone had any questions, they really kept it private. Why do you think there was confusion about her age? I, I, I know just from the interviews that we've done, People look at different parts of Natalia and come up with different conclusions. You say it's mid to late 20s. What, what makes you think that versus older versus younger? Uh, just her intellectual uh, conversation. Uh, but at the same time, she was very comfortable with the youth department as well. So if she's in her mid to late 20s, it sounds like the family that abandoned her were, were telling the truth, about, at least about that. Right. She's not a child. No. Um, and it's weird to adopt someone in their mid to late 20s yeah although she is a dwarf and she's you know disabled apparently uh the man's family themselves have not spoken out publicly since the controversy over natalia's age uh was reignited her original adoptive parents as i said christine barnett and her ex-husband michael were charged with felony neglect of a dependent in september 2019 years after leaving the girl to fend for herself and moving to canada in 2013. Uh, it's not clear how this new family first met Natalia. They have five other children. Um, the father has posted on Facebook that says, he says, thank you to everyone who are showing love and support for my daughter Natalia during this time. God bless you all. Um, a friend of the family says there's nothing crazy going on. These are good people. They just happened to come across this person that was not being treated right and cared enough to put in the effort to make sure something 
was done about it. So it sounds like a happy ending for yes. all. No one's saying that she's doing anything crazy at this point, but I think we need to hear the bumper one, one more, more time, time because sure. I worked so, so hard on it. This legacy. Is she a sweet, young, lovable orphan? Or is she an evil dwarf in disguise? Time now for your Natalia update. <laughs> Natalia, if you're, if you're out there, if you're, well, we know you're out there. If you're listening. I know you're a fan of the ass. We would love to, um, you know, touch base and talk and see how you're doing. And we're glad that you've found a home. Yeah. And it's been- 844-825-5367. Call us. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have more updates for you so we can continue to use that bumper. <laughs> Meanwhile, I became aware of, uh, of a performing artist this mm. past week that I never heard of before. Mm. His name is Tank. Oh, yeah. Did you guys know Tank? I did not know Tank. JB? Um, maybe Baby. He is a incredibly beautiful, muscular black man. He's an R&B oh, uh, singer. And he was on this podcast with a woman named Angela Yee. The podcast is called Lip Service. And for some reason, they got into a conversation about men sucking dick and whether or not sucking a dick made you gay. And here's what Tank had to say. Sucked a dick one time. Jesus Christ. Does that mean that... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Say twice. Say twice earlier. Why are you I so confused? Dick twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting so for I the rest of this. Twice. I got sucked a dick twice. Does that make Am you I gay? gay? No, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, yeah, so... I just and, sucked a dick and, twice. And this is... A, this is twice is excessive. Okay, oh, so now so like no, twice no, excessive. No, but let's dig into it, right? Okay. <laughs> that so, he did. He sucked a dick once, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like... I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Let you know me try saying? it again. Let me try it mm-hmm. again. And then he says, you know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste. You see what I'm saying? Don't so like the taste. We're not talking he's, about chicken. we talking about dicking. Dick in his you, jaw. How you made a bar out of chicken and dick. Because she's an artist at heart. Natural. It comes naked. Um, but it doesn't mean he's gay. It means he sucked dick twice. Hmm. Well, I agree. Yes. But of course, this ignited a firestorm among his fans and a bunch of other internet trolls who were like, what the fuck? Of course a guy is gay, even if he sucks a dick once, even if he thinks about it. Like, you know, people are very rigid of course. about putting people into categories and particularly in the R&B hip hop world, like you either suck dick or you don't. And if you do, you're gay. So he got a lot of backlash and he took to his Instagram to address the controversy. Take a listen. Look, make sure you go watch Lip Service. My interview on Lip Service, Angela Yee and the girls. I said what I said. <laughs> Y'all so goddamn homophobic. You gotta watch the whole clip in, in any event. It's just, homophobia is real. Let me just tell you that. It's just as real as racism, classism, all of these things, and just as damaging. And it plagues our community the worst. Um, that's, you know, you, you this can't be this can't be used as a negative. You can't use a human being's existence as a negative. We're going through enough shit. You know what I'm saying? We're going through enough. Like, you don't do that. Like, I get it. You want to call me gay, whatever. I, I don't have to defend that to you or to anybody. You don't have that power over me. But um, let's get back to positivity, man. In any event, October 25th, this album is coming he out. promoting his album. Um, Elevation. I love um, him. I don't yeah. care what he's, your sexual. I'm in love with this man. Coolest. Yeah. How awesome is that? I want to sit on this man's face. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Move over. He could preach all that to my pussy. Yes. <laughs> Speak that good word. But how that great? Is, it's really great. We need like a thousand of him. Yes. Mm. 
Now, and he is so tasty. Seriously, look up Tank. So let's get into this um, question, though. Suck a dick? If you suck a dick, are you gay? No. Absolutely not. I don't think so either. Unless you love a man that you're gay. That's the only clarification of homosexuality. But I think that, like, um, I don't know. It's in, it's in, it's interesting because, no, I, I, I don't think it makes you gay. But um, I think that it's one, it's different when you're, when you're, older because when you're younger it's all not to say that you can't experiment when you're older but like i feel like when you're younger it's easier to to sort of get away with doing things that don't necessarily ident like classify. well people try things out when they're young yeah but listen there's a huge double standard here if women I pussy, am i straight exactly well, all right but also you know straight identified women are constantly making out with other chicks having three ways with them, you know, with another woman and a man, mm -hmm. going down on women. Guys love it. Guys, right, oh, right, she's right, so right, fucked. Right, she's right. a freak. She's so hot. She's so sexy. She, you know, she brings girls into our bed. No one says, oh, she's gay. Mm -hmm. No one. But if a guy, God forbid, one time or every once in a while even, wants to suck a dick or wants to get his dick sucked by a man, which, by the way, is a good idea because we do it better. Well, that's true. No He's automatically detected. gay. That defines him, but the woman is not defined by hers. It doesn't make any. It's just it's homophobic. I, I think you are, however you identify. Mm -hmm. I think the main thing is being honest with yourself and with your partners. And who the fuck cares what anyone else thinks? There's all kinds of marriages out there. Work. I will say that when I was growing up, I blew many straight guys who are mm -hmm. still straight, oh, married, yeah. kids, Some of them have children, and I'm sure they look back in horror at this experience but uh they were trying it out and i was persistent and i wanted that I day wanted, i was supporting them in mm. their um, exploration yeah. of their sexuality but i want to thank tank and uh he, he's known for his singles maybe I, babs that is that his real name yeah darrell babs he his, uh, he's a hot name. best it known a hot name best known for the songs maybe i deserve please don't go and when we he's married by the way to his long-term partner zena foster they have two children and um, JB sure wants him to. Pussy all the time. I'm sure too. JB wants to sit on his face. I wanna, I wanna suck his dick to thank him. Yeah, and I'm not. not gay. It's not for me. I'm not gay. It's just I just, wanna, I just <laughs> wanna suck his dick. Meanwhile, fashion designer and film director Tom Ford says that all straight men should try bottoming at least once. Yes. Bottom. Go on, and then I'll. I have something to say. He said, I think it would help them understand w women. It's such a vulnerable position to be in, and it's such a passive position. There's such an invasion, even if it's consensual. And I think there's a psyche that happens because of it that makes you understand and appreciate what women go through their whole life. Bottom. It's not just sexual. It's a complete setup of the way the world works, that one sex has the ability to literally invade so he he, rec he recommends that every straight guy take well, a dick at least once. I think it's interesting these two stories back to back because uh, I don't uh, think that anal sex necessarily has. I mean, it is primarily uh, a a gay male um, act position, but I don't think anal sex has to be a gay thing. I think that like men have a G spot in their butthole. Yeah, tons of straight guys and love so, having fingers, yeah. toys, and so pegging, yes. I do think that every uh, straight man should have um, butt sex. 
should bottom because bottom. then they're gonna realize that it feels fucking awesome and then it's gonna just be another thing it doesn't their partners their their female partners can strap on a on a uh but a dildo. we should say that not all men regardless of sexual orientation enjoy having things in their butt there's sure. a lot of gay tops absolutely. who don't want anything up there absolutely. it doesn't feel good to some people absolutely i believe that all women should deserve a dildo and have the right to peg their man yes if if, if the man has the right to accidentally put their dick from the vagina into their butthole she she should do the same thing jb's running for office and this is his campaign so this is my platform all women deserve dildo to protect them from sexual <laughs> harassment <laughs> So I when mean, God asks you, oh, you want to suck my dick? <laughs> you want to suck my ass first? Me. Yeah, exactly. It goes along with the last story, though. It's basically, you know, men are just, we have this homosexual panic right. in our society. And guys are, so, except for guys, by the way, like Tank, who are just comfortable with their sexuality. They know what they are. They don't have to prove anything. And they're willing to. Uh, now, yeah. I might get flagged for this, but I think wanting to suck dick makes you more gay than wanting to get shit up your ass. Interesting, what? because you can put anything up your ass to 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 stimulate. As we've discussed, yes, on this as show. we've discussed several times. But to seek out a fleshy, real, throbbing cock and put your mouth on it, and like, I think mm. that that. <laughs> See, I feel like this is where we differ. I feel if you want something up your ass, it makes you more gayer than sucking a dick because the dick is right there available. To want something up your ass, it requires preparation, cleaning, and loop. But it doesn't have to be. I'm going to agree with Ryan. I th I think, you know, for a guy to be bent over the bed, have his wife or his girlfriend, uh, that seems less gay to me than like actually putting a man's penis in your mouth because you're right. really you're tasting it's the and whole smelling experience. a man. Yes. There's hair. There's balls. And if you're not, if you've never so been hot. with a, a, another man before, you're you're taking in things that you would never. Yeah, I don't remember when. Yeah, I agree. Um, we have to move on. We're actually a little behind oh, now. Dear. I know I had a schedule for this, but we're just we're being so self indulgent. Share <sighs> has done something amazing. Snap out of it. There was this guy, Marion Anderson. I know it's a guy, but his name's Marion. That happens sometimes. What? Um, he worked as a security guard at a high school in Wisconsin. A student kept calling him the N word. He asked the student, "Stop calling me the N word, please." And the school's response to this was to fire him. <laughs> he had worked at Madison West High School for over a decade. They said the school has a zero. This is this rationale is going to make your head explode. The school has a zero tolerance policy for staff using the N word. Oh so in other words, student calls you it. You say, don't call me. And you say the word, then you've said it. You're fired. You're right. Fired. The student is is not expelled. Um. Anyway, Cher heard Wait, about was this. Was this a white student? Yeah, of course. Actually, I don't know, but I have to assume. Cher hears about this, and she offers to pay all of the man's legal expenses. She is. The yes, queen. She is the queen. She tweeted. How can people be so disrespectful? <laughs> a beloved man of color just passed away. Meaning oh. Elijah Cummings. And our nation is mourning him. Elijah Cummings fought for justice. He loved and feared. He was loved and feared. If you want it, sue Madison Metropolitan School District Education Board. I will incur your expenses. 
This is a pretty good share. That's pretty Come good. on. It's pretty good. That's what oh. she sounded like when she did Sonny Bono's eulogy. Um, so good for her. And man, I hope he gets like $10 million. Yeah. I hope he takes share up on, on her offer. I'm sure he will. Because I would, I would die to meet her. Oh. Meanwhile, Instagram has rejected an ad for prep because they say the topic is too political. Wow. The site is owned by Facebook. Just a fucking Satan. Which says they will accept political ads even if they're false. The Apicha Community Health Center, which is a New York City healthcare provider, um, which actually tries to uh, raise awareness of HIV to people of color, gay people, and those living with HIV, tried to place an ad campaign on Instagram to raise prep awareness. They were told that they couldn't place ads about social issues, elections, or politics. Uh, this created a huge uproar, understandably so. Sidebar, while Mark, while Mark Zuckerberg is allowing Russia to, to still put... To literally lie. ...on Facebook. It's insane. Yeah. So... So hopefully, I, I hope all of the, first of all, Twitter just did the right thing. Twitter just banned all political advertising, period, which they should. Facebook needs to either do the same or they need to fucking stop putting, stop allowing fake news and fake uh, ads yeah. to be put up there. Like the one that says that Joe Biden paid Ukraine a billion dollars to fire a prosecutor. It's absolute horseshit. It is baseless. Right. And Facebook's allowing it. And Insta if Facebook allows political advertising, then Instagram should too. And this is not political. Yeah. What is political about saying protect yourself from HIV? Nothing. Well, again, Fucking Mark assholes. is a Republican. I, it's beginning it. to look like he really is one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he really is owned He's by putting uh, Facebook money into the support Trump campaign of 2020. Terrible. Meanwhile, you guys remember that Russian guy who sued his... Who sued Apple after claiming that the iPhone made him gay? After he downloaded the yes. app Grinder, <laughs> he did. Apple that wasn't even it. it. It was one of those gay apps. No, he got sent an ad for a cryptocurrency app that said oh. you should try everything once, and, and that, he took that to mean <laughs> go suck a dick. Yes. Well, he's dropped his lawsuit. <laughs> really? Wow! Didn't think that would happen. He's identified in court papers as D. E. Razumov. He no longer wishes to con continue the suit, citing pressure from cyberbullies. Both him and his attorney, Safijat Gusineva, claim that they endured harassment from fans of Apple. What the hell's a fan of Apple? Right. As a result of the suit. I love Apple products so I'm, much. I'm going to go march for Apple. I'm going to go get Apple tattooed on my ass. <laughs> I love the picture that they use. This is... <laughs> It's not oh. him. It's just like a stock photo of a hot guy holding a phone. Leaned up against a car. Great news out of Northern Ireland. Ireland, excuse me. People of the same sex are now allowed to get married there. Oh, queen. Yes. Ryan, do you know that Northern Ireland is not the same country as Ireland? I do know that, and I learned that on Drag Race UK. Good for you. For the Se first time. No. Same-sex marriage had been legal in England, Wales, and Scotland since 2014. Now, finally in the what's known as the Republic of Ireland. Oh, no. It's, it's what's known as Northern Ireland. Um, the It is now legal. The first same-sex weddings can take place there beginning in February 2020. Real Ireland. <laughs> Not that fake Ireland. South Ireland, which is known as the Republic of Ireland, they passed same-sex marriage in a referendum in 2015. So basically the entire UK is now uh, pra practices equality. Work. 
which is fantastic. Um, all right. It is wait, now- wait, 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 wait. Yes? What was the, um, from Will and Grace? Um, Stake it, UK. <laughs> oh, yeah, Stake it, UK. It is now time for our weekly Pride update. Hit it, Ann Steele. Sing it, Ryan. Okay. Right now, as we speak, there are old gay men fucking in Palm Springs, California. More so than usual because it is Palm Springs Pride today, tomorrow, and Monday. Monday. No, I'm sorry. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Meanwhile, it's also... Pride in Phoenix. It's the Phoenix Rainbow Festival. Aww. November 2nd and 3rd. And that's it. We wish both Palm Springs and Phoenix a very, very happy Pride. And that is it until the month of February. There is no Pride celebration scheduled anywhere pride in the world. Pride is over. It's Pride is canceled. Now. So does that mean it's, uh, so does that be, it's wrong to be gay now? No. You can still <laughs> be gay. You just uh, you can't uh, march about it. Okay. So uh, now it's time for Everyone's favorite segment, question mark. Our RuPaul Oh okay. Our RuPaul drag RuPaul's that drag rake update <laughs> with our RPDR correspondent, Ryan Frosty. Shantae, you stay. Tell I, us what's I happening just need in to the grab world. My shawl. It's a little chilly in here. Yes. Shade. All right. So we have a new uh, franchise coming to the drag race franchise. Wait, what's the word I'm thinking of? Franchise? I'm glad you prepared. I am prepared. I'm just asking for coming a, a to the help Drag the Race word. universe. Sure, thanks. So uh, we had RuPaul's Drag Race. We had RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, and now RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race. And this will be uh, celebrities competing um, by getting into drags. And uh, we will be seeing some RuPaul's Drag Race alumni, including uh, Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, Alyssa Edwards, Aja O'Hara, Kim Chi, Monique Hart, Nina West, Trinity the Tuck, Trixie Mattel, and Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. They'll be acting as like coaches. Yes, exactly. And it seems to me that there'll be more of them than there will be of actual celebrities, I right? I mean, how many? A lot of them, yeah. Um, lo- it looks like at least 10, 9, wow. 10, 11. Um, they have not announced the cast, um, but Andrew Garfield, who is a, a huge fan of RuPaul and was... That man who gay-baited us for so yeah, long. Yeah, we discussed this in, yes, at, yes. at length. Um, but he... Um, uh, he is going to. He wants to be on the show. He was a. He was a uh, guest judge on the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, which we will talk about wow. in just a moment. Punch him in his face. Now, this is not a full, you know, twelve episode thing. This is going to be like four episodes. Yeah, it's going to be like a, just a quick little um, limited time only thing. Bianca had some things to say about it, right? Did she? <laughs> she. T- I'm sure she, she tweeted did. some shade about it. I don't have it. I don't have those tweets. Yeah. here, but a lot of um, people were rolling their eyes. Basically, it's... I mean, I, I here's here's my issue with it. Um, when um, Lip Sync Battle came out, which is the show um, hosted by um, John Legend's wife um, Chrissy Teigen uh-huh. and I think LL Cool J, maybe um, RuPaul basically called them out, saying like, "You have you you stole." Uh, our format for your show right. and now you have celebrities doing what these these drag artists have been doing on my show for several years I feel like this is taking the, the stolen idea from RuPaul 
and now like stealing that stolen ideal idea idea back and creating this like celebrity drag race thing i don't think we need this i kind of feel um like my eyes are slightly rolled it seems to me like the teat is dry rupaul i mean how much more milk are you gonna squeeze out of this seriously it's like i don't know at what point is enough enough i mean i love drag race i'll tune in but we'll all be watching we'll all be watching and it's only four episodes so it's not a big commitment but i mean listen it could be great or it could be trash like that fucking christmas special that was the worst thing all right so tell us about drag race uk so uh drag race uk is so lit it's probably better than drag race us you've changed your tune on i have changed my tune oh he can't use lit don't use lit don't use lit don't use lit okay yeah no i'm sorry thank you i actually (laughs) i used to use lit a lot more and i i hadn't it was just the word that just popped into my mind just gave me shivers down my spine and not in the good way Oh wow! Uh, lit, 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 lit. Ryan's getting uh, hit, lit, hit by lit, a lit. shrapnel from all sides. So. <laughs> anyway, so um, the yes, when I first uh, when I first tuned into Drag Race UK, I was a little skeptical because it um, it just was the the humor is different over there, and um, I wasn't sure how it was going to translate. But it really, um, the queens are so good; they're so talented, and the format is so true to the original. They're not trying to pull any stunts, and you know. Goopery, and it's just it's the show, but just through the lens of um, the UK. So they just had the snatch game episode, and um, I have to say, the Vivian, who is one of the front runners um, this season, um, she decided to uh, go to be um, number forty-five. Uh, president Trump is not my president, but he is the president. And it was probably one of the best. Bianca and, and many of the other drag queens from Drag Race have said that this is probably one of the best Snatch Game performances. It was of all amazing. Time. So I just want to. Um, I have a little clip here, and uh, we're gonna play it for you now. Pussy spice. Pussy spice. And let me tell you why. Okay. Let me tell you why. Yeah. I've grabbed Michelle's pussy several times. Ta- several times. <laughs> several times. Your pussy's great. <laughs> the only thing that was wrong with it. It smelled a bit like Mexican food. So I had to build a wall right around it. And let me tell you something else. It was a big wall. Huge. Doing a Trump impression is not easy, and especially when you're, you know, from the UK. Yeah, that's that, a, and and she looked a lot like him. Well, and that's what's so amazing. There's there's so many layers to why this was so so impactful and so just well done. Because first of all. Um, this is someone that's not from the United States. This is someone who is an outsider to what's going on in our country. So this is this is their perception of what right. our leader is uh, is like. That's but, a misconception. A lot of people outside of our country pay attention to U.S. politics. No, no, no. I'm not saying like, that. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that it's not. It's interesting seeing it through the lens of someone that's not from here. Right. You know, like it's their commentary. Like we, on, it, it, you would never see someone on Snatch Game U.S doing like Boris Johnson right like exactly. most because most viewers would have no idea who that is right. but JB's right like everyone knows ev- and especially Donald Trump everyone's fixated on this right, right, insane right. piece of shit but also like um through through the lens of a drag queen is also quite interesting but it's really just the voice is so spot on like, and the he's got jokes the jokes it's so well written like being able to sort of um start in one place and then like the, the joke about it um tasting like Mexican food. I mean, there's just so much, so many um, references to all of these different so things. So she won, yes? She uh, won with Bag of Chips, who uh, did um, 
Margaret Thatcher. Oh, brilliant! And it was brilliant because they were uh, they were they kind were of, fighting. Yes, they were going back. Who's and the forth. one that did Trump again? The Vivian. The Vivian. The Vivian and bag of chips. Yeah, hilarious. It really is so great. Um, if you if you want to watch Drag Race UK, you can get Wow Wow Presents Plus. It's uh, Wow Presents Plus. Yeah. How much? Four dollars a month. Oh. And you get like all the Wow content. Like all right. It's it's pretty it's a pretty good investment. All right, what else is happening in the world of RPDR? Well, the only other thing um, which I was going to mention after uh, Celebrity Drag Race is that um, Rob Halford, mm. who is a member of the band uh, Judas Priest, yes, has legendary uh, heavy metal band. Yes, um, she has to say she he, he uh, uh, has said that he would like to be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, um, and. He said uh, in a recent interview, um, get all the drag queens in full on metal. Uh, let's do it, Rue. Now, what's amazing about Rob Halford is Judas Priest is seriously hardcore. Like yeah. their fans are scary. And <clears throat> he came out when I was in college. He came out in the early 90s. Oh, wait. He's gay? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. He's like the only openly gay heavy I, metal guy did, of all time. That's why I was like, I didn't want to do the story because I'm like, this guy. No, he's gay. gay. And oh, here's wow. what I remember. I was, in, I was in Michigan going to college and there was a rock station in Detroit. And I remember so clearly the DJ said, um, this is Judas Priest's new song. Uh, their lead singer, Rob Halford, recently came out of the closet. The song is called I'm a Pig, but it should be called I'm a Fag. And then he played the song. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, that was acceptable radio talk in Detroit in 1992. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we have uh, so many stories to get through. There's only seven minutes left. The remaining stories are all from Cocktails and Cock Talk. Hit it, JB. And now, time for another stupid story. Multiple. From Cocktails and Cocktalk.com. Yeah, suck my cock. All right, we're going to whip through these. First of all, a, a tragedy happened this past week. Twitter deleted Cocktails and Cock Talk's account. What? For no particular reason. Oh, my God. Twitter's been like cracking down on porn. That guy we were talking about earlier, Tommy McKissick with the perfect mm-hmm. penis, you're gonna have a hard time finding him. Like you type in his name, you can't get you Actually, can't find his profile. He has two Twitter's profile. He has a safe one and I guess the But the dirty one won't like it doesn't like you can't if you try to search for Chris Harder, it yeah. won't show up. Huh. It, it, they're trying to like uh, hide anyone who's sexual, but Cocktails and Cock Talk, which posts news stories. stories, it doesn't even yeah. post nude pictures or anything, deleted their account. So they created a new account and they made one tweet on the new account, which was about Ricky Martin having another baby. And they suspended Twitter, suspended Cocktails and Cock Talk and said that was a violation of its rules. Oh WTF Twitter. Oh, Twitter. So. If you can find the new Cocktails and Cock Talk uh, feed, definitely follow them, even though they've never followed me back. And it really infuriates me. The amount of time I talk about them on this goddamn show. If you're listening. Cocktails and Cock Talk, I know you're in England, but like, fuck you. Yeah. I, the ass supports you. Support the ass. Meanwhile, big dick reveal parties are the celebration we've been waiting for in 2020. This is a trend on Twitter where a guy... <laughs> Posts a video of himself slowly revealing a big dick. Oh. Uh, you should really go on Cocktails and Cock Talk and find the original story. Um, 
because they show several examples and the dicks really are magnificent. And some of the guys look so like, like they're like little twinkie skinny guys that mm -hmm. look like they would never have a big dick. And then they just slowly reveal a monster. A monster. See, I, I've started every time I see someone that's like unassuming and like tiny and frail. I just, I just now assume that they have like a monster cock. Yeah. Uh, Cocktails and Cock Talk writes back in 2017, we were obsessed with the stage reveal, uh, in most part because of Drew, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and while it was gag worthy to watch Sasha Velour tumble dozens of rose petals onto her bald head, nothing makes anyone gag like a big dick. And that's the T on that. So hashtag big dick reveal. I think you're going to like what you find. Meanwhile, butthole sunning is now a thing. Mm. <laughs> this is uh... People are tanning their assholes. According to cocktails, cocktails and cock talk. Um, why? Because a holistic health consultant named Troy Casey says that 30 seconds of direct sunlight into the anal orifice is equivalent to being outside in the sun all day. There's absolutely no scientific evidence to support this. But if you remember that episode of Girls, where I think this is a season you missed, Ryan, where Lena Dunham uh, reads that some young actress shows exposes her vagina to the sun every day and then lena dunham does it i think that's where this came from oh my god um i don't understand why anyone you know people pay a lot of money to make their butthole lighter right. they try to bleach it i don't know why you would want to tan it um yeah i think we need to not do that to our buttholes so uh but apparently this is now and the picture of the three men with their legs spread Yes. Assholes pointed to the sun. Though is, they do say that sun, you know, can make one a little happier and maybe, you know, a happy hole. I mean, I'll try it. If it's only 30 seconds, what do you have to lose? It's not like you're going to burn your hole. Yeah. But it um, might feel nice, actually. Where am I going to do it? On your, on your Over roof. the roof where anyone can walk Just out. Just put up a sign on your door. <laughs> Butthole sunning in, in progress. <laughs> do not disturb. Fully 30 seconds. You'll be fine. Finally, Cocktails and Cock Talk says that fundraising orgies are the way that we raise money now. They say, GoFundMe has become Come Fuck Me. <laughs> someone on Twitter posted a, a screenshot of a grinder chat in which uh, someone was hosting an orgy and he said it would cost $50. And the guy was like, no, why would I pay that? And the host wrote back, because it's to help the family of the dudes who got killed two nights ago. They're raising money for some local event that happened, some local tragedy. So apparently these are orgies or sex parties where the money goes to charity. And I say, why I not? I think that's a great idea, actually. Uh, I mean, you might uh, as well. Should also legalize prostitution. Well, of course. That's a whole other uh, issue. That's all but, um, but yeah, I mean, the yeah. sex parties that I have attended do cost money. Yes. And uh, at they least... They go a, nowhere. At least, yeah, they just go into some greedy, uh, sleazy promoter's pockets. And if it's we can do pockets. good, right. as well as getting off, oh. more power to them. All right, well, that is our show. Yay. It's weird to not have a guest. I, I'm sorry. I don't like it. But I hope you guys have enjoyed yourselves. <laughs> I've enjoyed myself. Ryan and JB, plug too. yourselves, please. Uh, you can follow me at, at Ryan Frosting on both um, Instagram and Twitter, even though I don't post on Twitter. You can follow me at StockingAnarchy12 on Instagram and not on Twitter because Twitter is terrible. Yeah, fuck Th Twitter. Thank you, boys. The three of us will be back next on November 16th with the hilarious Jeff Hiller. Yes, Yay! I'm so excited. But next Saturday, you get to hear a classic 
Closet. <laughs> Excuse me, a classic Lost episode with former child star Glenn Scarpelli, his first time ever on the ass back in 2017. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to download Adam Sank's last comedy album. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Instagram, at Adam Sank, and follow the Facebook page, and email me at adam at adamsank.com, and have a great week, yes. bitches. Bye. Bye.